Okay, so nobody's getting the truth from the mainstream media, folks. It's well past time to open your eyes, your ears, and your mind. Do your own research because something isn't right here. And if you can't see that, you are not paying attention, folks. It's the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A world for the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, first we've got population. Now the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. The important message that we need Australians to get vaccinated uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, in line with that, I do encourage all Australians to please go and uh, book your vaccinations as soon as you can if you haven't already done so. When we are successful, we will We have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Okay, we need to stand up against this tyranny, folks. Stop giving away your freedoms and liberties because the more you give up, the more these people will take until you have absolutely nothing left. That's their agenda. Okay. But I yeah. think, I think, guys, this is crazy, man. I think we had a blank screen yeah, up there. Did. Good evening, everyone. How are you, guys? We are kicking the uh, deep states' ass. Okay, we are going re really well, and I'm gone again. Oh, hang on. What I'm back again. <laughs> guys, this morning, all right, Reptile and Pablo Escobar, as you know, I've been doing a few spaces out there with uh, with Pablo on that, having a chat. And, um, yeah, this morning what we went through to get a space going was crazy, guys. It was insane. Um, so well, I know that from the comments that people are making, we're getting hammered here, all right? So just um, just hang in with us, guys, all right? It's going to get very, very difficult soon. Okay, very difficult. Okay, so we've got a great show tonight, and I want to get straight into that, guys, all right, um, very soon. But um, just a couple of things that um, we need to talk about, I suppose. The caucus vote in uh, Iowa. All right, for um for Trump it was just insane, guys. All right, I um absolutely insane. So, did anyone take note that um and this is you know what we're watching, guys. All right, did anyone take note of what the paper ballots were getting put into in Iowa? They were actually uh they were actually popcorn <laughs> containers, guys. All right, serious statement. Okay, for anyone that didn't pick up on it. Okay. So popcorn containers is what they had. 
Now, this is going to be a roll-on, okay, this uh, caucus vote. It's uh, going to be quite a good roll-on. Now, the other thing is to get the kids back. Okay, we've got a quick, well, it's not quick, it's five minutes, but anyway, we're going to run through it right now if I can get Mel to load it up. What's that? that no, you just give me that voice message. We're going to have to do it old school oh, way. Okay. But um, everyone wants an update on... On Maryam. On, uh, yeah, eight-year-old Maryam. Oh, okay, so what we have got is an update while Kaz is just whacking a few things on the screen there. Get the, here it is. Be the voice for the children. Get the kid back now. That's the Telegram channel, guys. All right? And um, I think you're all going to want to hear the update. Hang on, it's coming, guys. Sorry, but we haven't got it loaded in. We only just received the update a few minutes ago. Why? Because every time she'd done the recording for us and tried to send it through, it got cut off. It couldn't get here. We'll just stop it then and so I'll hit it there. Start again. It's gone right to the end. Hang on. You didn't tell me you were going to do Well, you knew I was bringing it in the beginning of the show. Anyway, here you go. The message between me and the missus. Now, I told her what I wanted to do. Okay, press play on that. All right, here we go, guys. So here's the update. Here's an update in relation to um, Maryam, eight-year-old daughter of Angela, taken on Friday, abducted from the home on Friday morning, uh, where four policemen came to abduct her uh, under recovery order, where the recovery order didn't even have the name, um, the proper name for the child on the documents they were going by. Um, and after three hours discussion with them having three, four men thinking they were going to take an eight-year-old girl, uh, there was a request if they were going to uh, Child Protective Investigative Unit turned up, uh, and uh, in the end they abducted the daughter. Uh, that was um, Friday last week, and it's now Wednesday. Uh, in between what's happened on Sunday night, um, all the courts in Queensland, coroner's court, tribunal, parliamentarians, public trustees and attorney generals were sent notices under the grandmother law of judicial notice. On Monday morning, uh, child in harm notice was sent off and that's to ministers of child safety in every state of Australia, child safety corporation, directed General in Queensland and Child Safety Corporation, Minister in the Queensland and Safety Corporation. Uh, on Tuesday, there was a missed call from Julie from Southeast Queensland Intake Child Safety Corporation, Queensland. I'm guessing they received the notice on Monday uh, for uh, asking Angela to call them back. The call was for 30 minutes. Uh, the lady was not present whom they said to speak to, even though the lady kept trying. In the meantime, um, the uh, lady who took the call was also put on notice of what was going on uh, and advised that Julie was doing the investigating and she was also stated uh, if the family courts had made a decision, then that the case was closed. Angela stated the Child Safety Corporation previously advised that they won't step in if there is a parent protecting the child, but if the legal system through the courts doesn't protect the child, that child safety would step in. So even though they'd said that they don't deal with cases if it's closed in the family court, they've actually contradicted themselves because they said if it's not in the safety, this child is not in the safety safe place with a parent, then they would step in. So they took the information that she had and 
uh, Angela requested a callback from them. The lady advised they don't do callbacks. They um, do their own assessments and they get in touch if they feel the need. Uh, they have three categories. High is 24 hours. Uh, then they have a five-day and a 10-day period, depending on the category. The lady said this seems like it was a 24-hour case. Well, 24 hours since that caller was held yesterday, there um, has been no contact from um, that corporation at all, which is the Child Safety Queensland uh, of Child Safety Corporation. Um, they um, A list has also been provided of all the people involved um, to the Federal Postmaster Judge who is preparing to serve federal uh, services uh, to serve them. And also then today, the um, Angela called Tambourine Police Station, questioned to do a welfare check on her daughter. She was advised by the sergeant, who is the sergeant who, if anyone's seen the video, is the first one that came into the premises on Friday and abducted their daughter. her daughter, uh, said that she needed to come into the police station to get any information, but she must bring her driver's licence. So, in other words, they were wanting her to come into the police station to contract with her so they could put her under the uh, law. Uh, so, obviously, Angela is not going to the police station. So, it is now uh, Wednesday evening and uh, uh, Marion was abducted on Friday morning and they, at this stage she still has no whereabouts or has any information on the safety of her child. Uh, tomorrow morning she will contact Child uh, Safety Queensland in the morning and see if she can get any update uh, from them there. That's the update at this stage, which is very Okay, so that's the, that's the update, guys. Now, you know, what, what timing, you know, uh, you know, we've got to stay on top of this, and we are. We've got things happening. As I said, we've got our people working on it as well, all right, serving documents and stuff. But um, this just runs straight into um, the lady that we're about to bring out on, guys, all right, that is um, Teresa. Now, this lady here, for the same reason, I would presume, which is um, standing sovereign and knowing that this government has absolutely no jurisdiction on anything, okay, because we know it because this is how they act and, they act, okay? They make acts, guys, all right? So we're going to um, have a listen to this lady's story here, and this is horrific, guys, all right? And, um, yeah, it's um, it's insanity. It's absolutely insanity. And this is why tonight's Twitter space, again, we will be talking about grouping up in our states, all right, and starting to get together. We need numbers for each of these incidents, guys, all right? When we turn up with numbers at courthouse and that, they, they hate it. All right, we put 30 or 40 people in the courthouse on, on Monday. They hated it, guys. That was in Melbourne. Okay? Yeah, it's beyond comprehension. All right, Elizabeth. Okay, so we need to come. This is what I was, this is what I've been rolling you into, guys, for the last how long now? A month, month and a half, two months. Community engagement. It's funny how God takes me on these little rolls and now here we are, guys. What is it all about? Community engagement to go and stand up. All right, so yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know how this poor kid is, eight-year-old, been away from a mum for five days now and, and presumably be going to be handed back to the accused pedophile father. So, you know, how do, how do you – I don't know. Let's bring the girls in. Let's bring in Kaza and Therese and, uh, yeah, get this show okay. going. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so, um, Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me on, both of you. Thank you. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, Mel will just turn your volume up a little bit. But Teresa, I got a I got a, a question to just start this conversation. 
Kaz and I were talking yeah. before we got in here. And um, what in the hell did you have that was so powerful to them to treat you so wrong? You got ar- falsely arrested, incarcerated, drugged, let out, India, um, then put into a woman's detention centre, sorry, then into a uh, psychiatric ward of the women's detention centre, drugged up, obviously, in all those places, then home with home arrest to be drugged in your own home uh, against your will. Uh, what yeah. the friggin' hell did you do? Well, what I did is I tried to get the lockdown politicians arrested and jailed, and they just went berserk. Um, it was 100% justified. There's over 100 you know, a thousand reasons why I did it. I did it out of my love for the 26 million people of Australia, my love for the world's people and my love for God and Jesus. And I'm a teacher. I've been a qualified and experienced teacher for 27 years. I'm an Australian-born teacher. I worked in uh, high schools for 20 years as a physical education teacher and social science teacher. And I've also been going in federal and state elections since 2004, and they've been monitoring my political work for years, and they know what I've been fighting for and campaigning for, and I've got a political website, voterrightsparty.com, which is with all my policies like, you know, a Bill of Rights in the Constitution, um, all, all sorts of great things for, you know, the economy, teachers, and stopping the government abuses as well, the violence against the people and the uh, forced drugging of people and stealing of people's children, which basically the crimes that they've engaged against the Australian people for the last 200 years, which is, is a horror story, as we know. And they're so guilty. They're so guilty. I've been saying for many years that they deserve to be jailed, these politicians. Most of their senior government people deserve to be jailed as well. So when they... Um, from the end of February, they were about to, they were uh, talking about injecting 25 million, uh, 26 million Australians with uh, the COVID injection, which we all know has killed people worldwide. And I got obviously very uh, only, scared. Only 17 million, only 17 million, you know, like, yeah. But anyway, well, yeah, go want, on, I'm being hysterical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, they, they want to basically, yeah, inject, inject sure, the Australian people. World's people, and um, they've been killing people under the psychiatric system as well, which, which I've been speaking out against to have abolished for many, many years. So they know my political views and my stance. So what they did to me was very deliberate. I um, I issued arrest warrants from the end of February of 2021 uh, against lockdown politicians, federal and state, their leaders. And some other medical people like Brendan Murphy and uh, Paul Kelly and also uh, David Hurley, John Bruin, who they had uh, the Operation COVID Shield going with the military to help inject the 26 million people of Australia. So I I said, right, that's it. That's enough. I've had it. I I decided I was going to call myself the Governor General now because I don't recognise them. And I used the Commonwealth law to... um, I used the Crimes Act 1914, Section 3A and um, 3WA and Section 3Z of the Crimes Act. I issued arrest warrants publicly in public videos, and those videos went viral uh, as well. And um, I used the Crimes Act 1914, Section 3Z, which is the people's power of arrest under the Commonwealth law. The people have the power of arrest to go in groups to arrest the politicians, which that's what they deserve. They deserve to be jailed because this has been... These abuses have been going on for, for for decades, you know. So 
So we have a right to do that under Section 3Z of the Crimes Act 1914, which is a Commonwealth law, and then three, Section 3WA, which is the people's, um, sorry, the police's power of arrest without warrant under the Commonwealth law. So I published those with all the legislation and all the charges against the lockdown politicians and the other government people who claim to be the government officials. Um, a big list of charges like murder, fraud, treason, rape, crimes against the constitution, uh, violence against the, the people, harming harming Australians is actually a Commonwealth offence under the Commonwealth, um, the, uh, yeah. the the Criminal Code yeah. Act of 1995. I listed a big long list of charges uh, against them, you know, stealing, fraud, treason, murder, rape, uh, you know, a huge list of crimes which they're guilty of for the past 200 years, and we all know it. With so much evidence, we have so much evidence of what they've been doing. And so those, those arrest warrant videos, the arrest powers, they went viral and there was, um, thousands of people uh, interested and, and I got hundreds of people contact me, email and, uh, and then I proceeded, I decided, okay, we're going to build a new federal police service now because under section three, a of the Federal Police Act 1979, it's the Governor General who appoints commissioners of police. And I called myself the People's Governor General because uh, technically it's supposed to be the King or the Queen to appoint that person. But I thought, no, stuff it. They don't even use the Constitution. You know, we don't accept them in their position. We should never accept them because of the criminality of what they're doing to the people. And I was following the Constitution and the Commonwealth law as closely as possible as I could. So under those sections, 3A of the Federal Police Act, um, that position appoints commissioners of police and deputy commissioners of police. So with these men and women contacting me, I appointed a whole bunch of leaders across the country to help with the project of uh, building a federal police service, a new one, to, to arrest and jail lockdown politicians according to these arrest warrants with all the charges. And we had... Um, Thousands of people interested in helping us, and um, two men in particular, um, really strong leaders, they were holding Zoom meetings, um, and they had thousands of people uh, contact them, and uh, it went for about five months. We went for about five months, okay? And then these two men actually turned against me in the end, uh, but that's another story. I'm writing a big book at the moment. It's going in my – it's all in my book, all, what, what happened. Um and then five months, and then some people, someone took one of the Zoom meetings and reposted it on the internet and said that they tried to claim that it was Reese Kershaw who was trying to overthrow the government. Channel 9 did two news media broadcasts and said we were trying to overthrow the government, which is true, pretty much. We tried to get them arrested and jailed. And um, it got a bit restore, of a mix-up. Restore government. How about restore Get the language right. Restore government. Restore proper governance, governance. Well, that's right. We were trying to create a new government and uh, we, because we don't recognise them. And they, there was a mix-up. There was a video posted that said that Reese Kershaw, they, that was, that's their federal police commissioner, was, yeah. uh, was trying to get their politicians arrested in jail. So, so hundreds of people flooded their office with emails and they were like, what, this, what is this about? And then they started investigating and they realised that there's a group in Australia trying to overthrow the government. So bang, they did this big national sting, they called it. They put it on Channel 9 News twice and they, they, uh, talked about people. They didn't actually name me, even though I was the leader of the group. And the second video Channel 9 put up on the news, uh, 
they it's on Facebook and YouTube and they um they said the woman this, the woman that, you know, the woman's been arrested in Peterborough, the, the, the woman this, the woman that, but they wouldn't name me. And they should have named me because I want the entire world to know what I did and what we did. And 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 all Australians to know what we did. We tried to get them arrested and jailed before they were going to inject, you know, 20 million Australians. And for all their other criminality over the past 200 years, which was 100% completely justified. So they should have named me. I want, you know, the whole country to know what, what we did. So then at the end of April, um, sorry, end of July, 20, 31st of July, uh, they couldn't find me because I'm very careful about where I live with the government because I know how dangerous they are. They've been harming me for, for over 10 years since I've been going in elections. Um, and um, so anyway, I bought a house in South Australia and then they found out obviously where I live from that and they actually came and the federal police did it. Their federal police came and arrested me. There was about five or six police officers, uh, five men and one woman, I think. And uh, they were very violent. They, uh, One of them whacked my head against the wall in my own home and my arm against the wall and... Um, yeah, they really roughed me up a lot and then put me in the back of a paddy van. I told them, I told them to take me to the police station to be processed, but they didn't. They took me to a psychiatric unit to be drugged. And within, um, so they tried to kill me straight away from the beginning and they held me down in the, in the, um, bed and injected my leg, me in the leg. And uh, the psychiatrist who stood at the door, he hardly said anything to me and, um, I just, said, well, you're just murderers and you know that you've been killing people with these drugs, with these injections, and I've been speaking out to have it abolished. Now you're doing it to me. This is attempted murder. So uh, I, I ended up, I fell asleep and I left the building and um, I was in my pyjamas. It was so humiliating. I got a taxi back to the, uh, I didn't have my phone with me. I got a taxi back to the, uh, from Port Perry to Peterborough. I couldn't pay for it, and the man was really, really good. He actually just let me out in the town, and, you know, I was so apologetic and apologetic because I, t- I told him what they were doing to me and all this sort of thing. But anyway, so anyway, I got back there, and then they, the police were going crazy in the town. They just basically uh, driving around the town looking for me. They were door knocking on the street and everything. They were just going nuts looking for me. And... um uh, so they eventually got me again and they took me to uh, Peterborough Hospital and I told them, I said, don't drug me, you know, they, they, you're killing people with these drugs and you're not to drug me. And uh, they flew me down to Adelaide and put me in a psych facility for five weeks and then they wouldn't let me out. The federal police told them not to um, not to have any phone calls in or out. They wouldn't let anyone visit me. That Everyone was like, didn't know what was happening, where I was, what, you know, I was in danger. And they forcibly drugged me. The federal police did it. Hey, it's, Teresa, can, I, can I just ask a question? So did they have anybody on hand that was actually qualified in the area of making a psychiatric assessment or a psychological assessment? That, that, well, they had... The, the police came well, and took you off and... Yeah. Well, the police do this all the time. They've been using the state and federal police for it. All the judges support it. The yeah. politicians, the judges, the psychiatrists, the police, they're all... It's, it's been killing. They've killed millions of people worldwide over the past 230 years worldwide, and I've been speaking out for many years to have it abolished. And now here they were doing it to me. And um, 
they're psychiatrists and they're murderers. They kill people with their treatments and their drugs and uh, ECT, psychosurgery. It's horrifying. So can, I it's horrifying. can I come in for I a sec? Listen, I, can I come in for a sec? We've got another talk on later. It's on a Twitter space. And, man, I'd love to have you come in about 9 o'clock and let some people ask you some questions. That I'm not putting that on you. Sorry, we're live. But, yeah, I've just seen your memory and I just want to hit you with it before. You don't have to come, but it would be really good for some viewers to actually yeah. get some questions at you because – as I said, you have actually gone in with the uh, the act of 1914, 3WA and 3Z, and you have – hang on, I'm not allowed to swear allowed tonight to swear. because I promised some people I wouldn't swear tonight we're going out onto a Christian channel, and I told them I'd keep it clean so they could live stream it. You have really peeved some people off with what yeah. you've done. People don't usually get this peeved off unless you have really hit a raw nerve. Now, obviously, the laws that you are pertaining to have some weight under the Commonwealth, which is who, people? Who's the Commonwealth, people? It's friggin' us. All right? Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, you've hit on a button here. And, and, and should we be looking at this button a little bit better now? We're a little bit further down the line. We've got a lot more people behind us. Should we be pushing this button again, Teresa? Well, the Section 3Z of the Crimes Act 1914, I've been saying for, uh, you know, the freedom leaders, uh, they censored me, by the way, and they wouldn't let me talk at the rallies. And I told them, you have to go to the the politician's office, the front of the office with big groups and with a microphone and out the front of their office and demand that they be jailed. The people well, you can would have arrest any of my stages. I wouldn't have silenced you if I'd known you. I can tell you that right now, darling. No way in so, the world. Hey, I've well, I've been we're missing something. Can I just say something, though? If you've already issued the arrest warrants, they would still be standing. Did you withdraw, retract them or withdraw them? They're still on the internet, and they've got the uh, People's Power of Arrest, Section 3Z, and the Police's Power of Arrest without warrant, Section 3WA. So they're still public. They're still Anyone in the world can watch them. And they're still public. And other people were commenting, oh, how do we do this in our country, you know? And um, that's what we need to do. We need to go to the front of the office, politician's office, with a microphone and demand the police arrest them and jail them, the front of the parliament, the front of their offices, uh, wherever. And, and, and the people have the power of arrest under the Commonwealth law, which the, their police don't want us to do that, obviously. But it is in the Commonwealth law. It's completely lawful for, for the, let's say, uh, 5,000 people went to you know, Anthony Albanese's office and, and, and stood out the front and said, we, we want to jail you, we're going to arrest you uh, and tell the police to arrest them. It, and the police to help the people arrest them or the people help the police to arrest them, you don't need the police to do it under the Commonwealth law. But if okay, the people so, did, it's completely yeah. lawful. It's completely lawful, yeah. Okay, so to me, I've just written something down here and that is people power, as far as the authorities are concerned, equals incitement. Now, did they not try to take you on incitement for bringing people together to actually overtake the government? Why did they go you on the Governor-General and not an incitement charge is what I'm wondering. Because the arrest warrants that I publicly issued in videos and in speeches is completely lawful. It's completely legal. And I used the law to do it. So they couldn't touch me for that. The only thing in, in all Commonwealth and state laws that they could find was because I said two words, Governor-General, that's it. And I could have issued those arrest warrants without saying that, but the reason why I did it was because in in order to help affect these arrests, I thought, well, it's better to try to build a new federal police service 
And under that law, it's the Governor General who appoints points those commissioners and that's all the reason why I did it that's it but I could have just issued those arrest warrants without saying governor general and I would they wouldn't have been able to touch me whatsoever so um I guess I made a bit of a mistake there but it's not it's just two words it's nothing compared to they they still would have nabbed you for a and basically diagnosed you as basically having psychological issues health issues and basically ripped you put you into a uh well, they, well they, the federal police uh, brought a charge against me because mm-hmm. I said I was a governor general. That's it. And they they wouldn't have just gone and grabbed so me. That was enough to say that you're loopy because you think you're the governor general and that's why they went down the psychiatric train, yeah? Well, the psychiatric train is attempted murder. They assault, torture and kill people with it. And that's... No, the psychiatrist didn't say that I was uh, anything wrong with me for saying that. They they just basically picked on my political and religious views and said I was uh, they defame they defame everybody and it's all bullshit. All their labels and words and all that. They just said I was delusional. That's what the word is that they used. You're a freaking hero. You're not delusional at all. You're one of the toughest women I've ever met, man. Look what they put you through, and you're here on my show, going out to maybe fifty thousand people in 24 hours, international as well, and you don't give a crap. You're a fucking legend. Well, I've blown it. Sorry, Erica. You're a legend. Well, thank you. Thank you. And um, I think I, I think what I did was out of, you know, love for the people of our country and for the world's people. And I uh, tried to use the law, but they just pick one little tiny thing out of it. That's it. And, that, and that's what they do. They use the law to destroy everybody, to destroy everyone. It's not... Morally, I have 100% done nothing wrong. What I did was a great work of justice and goodness for the for the 26 million people of Australia, and I knew that's what I was doing. So they just defame you and assault you and lock you up, torture you and all that. They, they kept me there for five weeks and they drugged me, and I told them a million times not to. I said, you're killing people with these drugs, and I've been fighting to have your practices abolished. They would just get up in the room and walk out. And I tried to get their names and everything, but they wouldn't give me their names, the criminals. And then they sent me to for five. This is all without trial, by the way. There's no trial. Uh, they, they did this for two years and two months without trial. And um, and they sent me to the psych part of the prison for five weeks after that. And they didn't drug me there, but they put me on a CTO, which I told them again a hundred times not to drug me, that I was a teacher that I go in elections, that I'm being politically, um, you know, fighting to have your practices abolished because you're killing people with your drugs and you're doing this and you know you're doing it. And, again, they would just get up and walk out of the room and then, you know, I said I was highly educated and highly intelligent and they knew all that. So they just defamed the hell out of me and said, right, we've got to put you on a CTO, which is a community treatment order. They, they drugged me for, for 12 months. They, they drugged me for 12 months and injected me in the arm and if they don't, they get, they don't let you out if you don't, uh, you know, uh, if, they, if you, if you try to leave the house or whatever, move to a different area, they get the police. You see, they use the police. They're doing what the Nazis did and they yeah. use the police all the time and the police use them. And it's really shocking. Um, they've killed a lot of people with this practice and yeah, it's really shocking. So they kept me there for five weeks and they uh, put me on this CTO and then they sent me to the women's prison, the general women's prison for six months. So they kept me locked up without trial, 
without any trial. I had a few court hearings, magistrate court hearings from the prison and from the site, one from the site facility, and they um, they wouldn't let me out. They, they kept me locked up for seven and a half months without trial, and then they finally let me out. This is just for one count for saying Governor-General. That's it. And the, the police badges, I organised a 1,000 federal police badges, and they were great quality and everything, but it's not a jailable offence, the police badges. And... Um, it's a fine and it's the, the only uh, technicality under their regulation and their, uh, the Customs Act 1901 and their regulation is the little picture inside the badge. It's not even the badge that's a prohibitive import. It's because uh, I had them made in another country because it was easier. And the, the coat of arms, which I use the 1908 coat of arms um, under the Commonwealth law, that's the it's just the little picture in this, inside the badge, which makes it a prohibitive import. So it's not even the badges itself. And they, um, that's not a jailable offence, the badges. Uh, it's just a fine. And so a thousand, I had a thousand, I brought 500 into the country and then they charged me with imported 500 and then uh, one count and then one count attempted import because I got them manufactured, but I didn't bring them into the country. So if I actually had them made in Australia, there would be no charge for that whatsoever. No charge. Um, but I couldn't yeah. get them made here because I couldn't get them made. I tried different manufacturers and they wouldn't do it uh, because they wanted certain documentation and all this sort of thing. And then they charged, they also charged uh, like, you know, uh, 50 times more than what it would have cost me to get it overseas. Anyway, um, so yeah, they wouldn't let me out seven and a half months. And then they let me out on home detention. And there's about eight or nine magistrates involved in this as well. They're just all criminals, honestly. There's about eight psychiatrists, about eight magistrates and about, you know, uh, about 10 federal police involved. Uh, the senior government, senior, I've named them in my book, as many names as I could get, the senior federal police, um, because they put, they wasted millions of dollars, uh, public money doing this to me and, uh, wasted the public's money. See, rather than lose power, they rather kill people, lock people yep. up, assault people, yep. torture people. Kill people, then lose power. This is how criminal they are. Really shocking. So, so Teresa, can I just? How did you get out of that? Because you had some, you found two nurses that were sympathetic to you, and they they ended up getting another psychiatrist psychiatrist to look at you, didn't they? Well, the, the, there's only one, Martin Downs. Yeah, the two nurses. They came to my home when they released me uh, every month and uh, injected me in the arm. And obviously, I was complaining to them and saying, "This is outrageous. You know, this these killing people with these drugs. I'm a teacher. I go to elections. There's no way that I should be drugged." And they agreed. They said, "We we know you shouldn't be drugged." And and I said, "No one deserves to be drugged like this. No one. Absolutely no one." And I this is why I want it abolished. And they agreed with me. They agreed with me. So they got this psychiatrist in Port Pirie, Mount Martin Downs. He took me off it. He he um said that the that I wasn't to be drugged anymore at the end of the CTO and that it wasn't to be renewed. So he stopped it. So he's the only one that helped me. But the rest, they should be jailed because it's assault, torture, and attempted murder. It's shocking. Insanity. It's that sanity. And, um, yeah, I, I'd certainly like to get you because, yeah, that goes, you got another story here behind, you know what I mean? Cause now I'm starting to work out who you are and I know a little bit about some other stuff behind the scenes and which look, this, I don't care. We're bugger the news. We're just going to keep continuing here. This is a great conversation. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, 
yeah, um, this has got to be put out there. But I'm going to, I want to get you on some Twitter spaces and we want to talk about this because you're ready to go public and I can get you, we can get exposure of this right around the world. You know what I mean? And this is what we need to do. Okay. These things. All right. And let's put, cause we're on the offensive now, Cherie. I don't care, man. I don't care about Asia. I don't care about frigging anyone. I can tell you we are on the offensive now. This is the art of war and it's now time to make it personal and expose people. So, you know, this is where you've got people around you now. I guarantee you, you now have the different sort of people, a bundle of people around you now that you maybe never had back then, okay? And you got done by a couple of people back then, okay? So now this is a different story. This is a different ball game because we now have people. We now have power, okay? So this is a very – this is insane how all this is coming together, you know? Like, it's unreal. Just on yeah. that, I just want to say that um, Nick Patterson had put an issue today because he's basically challenging his COVID-21 move-on order where they bashed him and arrested him. Now, what happened was he put in a challenge and he wanted an affidavit from Sutton and um, Jenny McCarkos, is it? And um, he was challenging their presumptions. And they had to present affida- the affidavit for the scientific evidence for the state of emergency. Their due date was today, nothing, zero. Yeah. Nothing. No yeah. evidence was presented to him today. So he thinks that probably what they're going to do is they're going to go drop all of his charges. But this is not the point. We need to hold these people accountable. Look, they should have been jailed years ago before they could even do something like this. In, uh, inject a pharmaceutical drug that's proven to kill people into entire nations and people all over the world. What if they go out and protest in the millions like they do in France and Canada and, and, and you know, in Europe and other places United States and it's 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 not it's people need to get together in big groups like that they need to go to these politicians offices and the globalists offices and and demand that they be jailed they demand that they be arrested and jailed and that might work that might work but when millions of people just go out there and wander around the street it's not going to change we have if we do it in big big groups and say we want these people jailed we want them removed physically removed and arrested and, and locked up and that's what the world's people need to do. And there are laws that allow that. Whether there are laws that allow that or not, it's not, in my view, not really relevant because as Christians and, and, and um, under moral obligations, you know, this we need to, even using moral reasons to say, no, nah, that's it, They about time they go to jail, they have to be arrested, they go to jail. Instead of persecuting and harming the entire nations, entire populations, and this is, the people, if they physically get together and try to physically get them arrested, and we know the police, they're just human beings. They're all going to be judged and accountable to God and Jesus, and and that's they need to listen to us. They need to help us because in, if they don't, they're going to be condemned. So I don't care what position people have in the so-called government or whatever. They're all going to be judged and condemned if they don't help the population remove these nefarious politicians who actually use the police in such disgusting ways, how they insult, assault and uh, people, just normal people in protesting for their rights and their freedoms and um, their basic fundamental rights. And they should never be used like that. The police should never, ever be used like that, but they are used like that. They're used to steal people's children and drug people and, assault people and lock people up for nothing and harass the homeless people and all these shocking things. And the police, at the end of the day, we need to keep teaching them and telling them 
Go and jail the politicians who are harming the population, for God's sake. And the senior government people, the medical people and, uh, you know, some, some of these senior government people, um, they need to be arrested as well. Why do they get the, uh, the why do they get the right to traumatize entire populations, entire nations, and we're supposedly not be able to say or do anything about it? Rubbish. I don't care what the law says. We can do this on moral grounds and say no. They are completely criminal and evil and shocking, and they deserve to be locked up because they because they are dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Mate, Bosie's got some, we got some competition here. You got a rant like nothing else, man. The comments in there, they're loving you, darling. They, you have got bigger balls than any elephant we've ever seen. That's what they're saying in the comments, okay? Um, well, yeah, this is, yeah. They After they locked me up for seven and a half months, they released me to my home on home detention for eight and a half months, which is home imprisonment. So they, these magistrates, there's eight or nine magistrates, I've tried to name as many as I can in my book, because my book will be published, hopefully printed April or May of this year. Uh, we'll be promoting and, that for Well, I think my book is going to be like in the top, top five most important books of the 21st century, century. Honestly, you got the evidence that I've got in there. They, they're probably going to try and harm me again after publishing this book as well. You've got a family around you now. Did you see the comments? Oh, we're playing up. What's going on with volumes? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're in here. No, they don't like this conversation. Oh, I can tell you. Well, they, they've been, um, they've been harassing and monitoring me since 2015, the state and federal police, and it's all political. It's 100% yeah. political. Oh, look, I'm the same, right? I, I registered to, to yeah. there's something going on here. I registered to, um, I registered to be in the federal election as a senator on the 6th of February. I went under surveillance on the 8th of February last year, and they arrested me on the 17th of February last year. I go back to court um, and the 28th and 29th of February coming now. You know what I mean? And this is what they do, guys. Yeah, it's just incredible. Okay, we can unmute. Who's No, now yeah. we haven't got. No, I unmute Sharita. Okay. Or is this What's getting attacked? Yeah, Look, no, this is, uh, we're gonna have to, I think we're gonna have to wind it up because it looks like they're, um, they're going. They're attacking down. this. Yeah. Yeah, they're attacking this. Teresa, yeah, hang there. Hang there. We're gonna finish your show up, right? But we're gonna do a part two. We're gonna come back to this or I'm gonna talk to you straight after this thing shuts down. But guys, I don't have to say much more. You know how much we get attacked. They do not like this conversation out there, people. Okay. Share the crap out of this show now. It's gonna get taken. Okay. Get it out there. All right, and um, we are going to get this lady back, um, whether that may be tonight on a Twitter space or may that be on another show or another space, right? And um, we are going to go into this further because we are going to expose this crap. We're fighting to get our children back. We're fighting to stop these people trying to kill us with everything they've got at their frigging mercy, all right? And as you know, Australia, enough's enough. Dan, thanks for the T-shirt, right? We're go time. There it is, right? It's uh, We're on the offensive, guys. All right, it is go time, and and Teresa, you got a big family around here that are about to stand around you. You know what I mean, and they are going to protect you. They're going to pray for you, and you are going to be fine, mate. Okay, but this is going to get a lot of reach. So um, mm-hmm. this is going to ignite some people. So for me to finish off, guys, there's a couple of things I need to say. 
number one is a lot of these people have been judged already, all right? We know what's happening with the RICO laws. You know the um, information that I get about what's going on behind the scenes, but that's not our job. But I tell you, these people are going to pay, all right? Anyone. I know what's going on with the RICO laws. I'm seeing the arrests. We're seeing the arrests all around the world, people, okay? And it is happening, okay? But that's nothing to do with us. We have a fight to do, all right? And we're going to continue that fight. Now, the last thing I have to say is there's a lot out there on Twitter about um, Kelly and my my presumed phone call, all right? I need to tell you guys, right? Beck offered Kelly on the show, and he said, yes, that was at the Sydney um, rally, okay, at Hyde Park. Mel was with him. I've spoken to Craig on the phone and I've said to Craig, you know, if you want to, if I wanted you on the show, would you come on? And Craig said, yes. Guys, I haven't asked Craig on the show simply because, and simply because he's not a politician and he's no use to us at the moment. So why would I waste my time on a show where I can have a lady like this on here, right? Telling us what's really going on instead of some private contractor. No disrespect to Mr. Kelly. But he's not a politician, guys. Why have him on our show? So there it is. Craig didn't lie, okay? I did ask, I told Craig he could come on the show. I haven't invited him, okay? Because I don't see the sense in it. So let's just get that right because I like the truth, guys, okay? I'm not saying I agree with Craig Kelly or I love Craig Kelly. I'm just a man of truth, okay? And that's the true story. So, Teresa, thank you very much. Hang around the studio. Kaza, hit the outro. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you. So, there's a special guest coming into the uh, Twitter space tonight, guys, so I wouldn't miss it. All right, let's go. Uh, I can't. It's not happening.